Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton in with me. Mac Rhodes now joining us, Baylor Director of Athletics. Mac, are you ready? I mean, it's finally here. Uh, happy first game week. Uh, Last-minute planning. Boy, thanks for doing this with all the stuff you have going on. But uh, I'd have to think you're pretty excited as we get closer and closer to kickoff. Absolutely. I am a uh, huge college football fan and uh, and even a bigger, obviously, Baylor college football fan. So I I can't wait to to get it kicked off Saturday at 6 p.m against the uh, the Bobcats of Texas State, and so fired up and uh, looking forward to it. Baylor has new defensive coordinator, great players, you know, in the portal. i just start you off here. You know, what are your expectations for this season? Do you have a number when you start a season? Do you have a number of wins like in the back of your mind? Uh, what are your expectations for this team, because it's this seems like a real X factor type team, you know, uh, predicted anywhere from fifth or sixth, but really seems like they could make a move, maybe like TCU did last year. Yeah, no, I, it's a it's a great question, and um, you know, it's it's you know certainly hard. You know, you think about you know actual wins, number of wins, and there's. As you know, you, you've been covering college sports for, for many, many years. There's there's so many multiple factors that, that play into that. You know, obviously injuries are, are certainly certainly a, a key. Um, you know, I, I would say, you know, I, I expect, you know, this, this team to be, you know, better, you know, both sides of the ball, special teams um, than, than last year. Um, you know, certainly expect uh, postseason play. You know, I, I think we've got some some question marks. You know, when you think about impact of of uh, you know young men that decided to, to to enter the transfer portal and and you know and come to Baylor, uh, we we've got you know um, uh, uh, offensive line that hasn't hasn't played a lot together obviously but but has great promise and so you know certainly you know the 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 you know postseason play and you know uh matt i i think you know we we are in the process of, of building a program that you know hopefully is in a position to compete for you know big 12 championships you know consistently and uh, and so you know, I, I think that's where this this program is moving, and uh, and you know that that should be the the expectation for us for us all. And eight home games sort of makes you think about that type of thing. I mean, it's it's uh, it just doesn't happen very often. I don't think it's ever happened at Baylor. Uh, and you and I have talked about it. It could be an incredible springboard, uh, and I think that's imp- it's important Saturday to kind of set the tone for the rest of the season. You never know how these things are going to go. They may be some adversity, but this really does feel like a very important. They're all important, but a, but a way to kind of set the tone and set the table uh, for trying to get rolling at home. Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, you mentioned eight home games. That's, 
that's the most in uh, in the history of, of Baylor football, right? And, uh, you know, it's not rocket science. Um, you win more games at, at home than you do than you do on the road, and so you know that's you know uh, an advantage as as well. Um, you know, we're we're playing a, a Texas State team, brand new coach DJ Kenny, right? That's that has ties to to Baylor. Um, Dad was a a linebacker here and, and he, he's got a brother that's a, a walk-on receiver here uh, obviously pro- prolific offense um, but we well, you know we we need to in, in my opinion you know um, start strong and uh, and you know play our best best football that that we're capable of playing you know against against Texas State and you know um, come out of that game like and, and feel like we we you know have got some some momentum for you know uh, the the next week's game, which is as you know against a uh, a really good you know great Utah game. By the way, I'll I'll make sure that that I watch that game you know tomorrow night against against Florida. But uh, the focus, right? We can't be thinking about about Utah. The focus has got to be you know. Uh, Texas State and and we've got to play clean football and uh, and run around and uh, certainly be the best versions of ourselves that that, that we can be uh, against them on on Saturday night at at 6 p.m. Mac, obviously there's a lot of hype around it being game week in college football, but it feels like this expansion thing is still getting equal time. As you look over to the ACC, you see Stanford and Cal and SMU and the possibility of bringing in three teams to replace three teams that might leave the TV deals and everything. What do you make of the situation going on out east, and could it carry over to impact the Big 12? Yeah, great question. Um, I certainly appreciate that. Um, you know, I think you know as a as a you know administrator in the space and, and going through what we we just went through in terms of Big Twelve and, and adding the four Pac twelve schools. Yeah, you're you're keeping an eye on it, and um, you know certainly interested and 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 maybe you know intrigued. You, you think about all of the variables and in, in the ACC and you know their their contract running you know through twenty thirty six and you know, the, the addition or, or maybe the addition of those, those three teams and, you know, how that will work from a, from a revenue standpoint. Um, I think it's, you know, um, it's, you know, they'll, they'll potentially, you know, if they, if they do add those, those teams is, you know, um, give them, you know, less than a full share and, and, um, and maybe, you know, a no share that that's been, you know, publicly reported when you, when you think about SMU. And so maybe there's some additional monies for, for the other, the original members. Um, I don't know that it, that it impacts the, uh, the, the big 12. Um, I think, you know, we're, we're, you know, at our, at our max right now, when you think about 16 football schools, you know, the, uh, the the new contract, you know, with with ESPN and and, uh, and with Fox, and particularly with ESPN that begins, you know, July 1, 2025, you know, that that called, you know, for, you know, uh, pro rata up to up to four schools had to be had to be Power Five schools, and so, you know, I think we're in a in a good spot, and um, and and it really puts us in a in a great position to go back 
you know, um, for, for that, that next TV contract that would begin on, you know, July 1, 20, uh, 2031. So, um, but yeah, it's, you know, the, I think the question is going to be, you know, how stable um, or not does it remain after, you know, uh, this 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 potential ACC expansion? Um, you know, does there continue to be um, unrest? You know, Florida State has been very very outspoken. Um, you know, do you do you see anything more? Uh, within that conference, you know, um, I grew up in this business with, with Jimmy Phillips and, you know, I, I certainly have great respect for him and, you know, that's a, that's a, a, a tough circumstance. And, and, uh, and I think he's, he's doing, uh, as well with it as, as anybody, anybody in the industry could. So, uh, a lot of, a lot of things to, to keep your eyes on. Mac Rose joining the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. What about uh isn't that wild that SMU not you kind of hint at it hinted at it, the not even taking a a payout saying, Hey, we want in. Boy, that shows how bad people want a seat at the table. Uh and I guess it speaks highly of their donors, doesn't it, Mac, that they're willing to step up and pay all that, but it's still kind of shocking when you see a school willing to do that to get that seat at the table. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, um, you're, you're right. I, I think what's, what's interesting and, you know, I've got great respect for Rick Hart. Um, he's done such a great job there at, at, at SMU and, and, um, you know, certainly, you know, a fan of his and, and want, you know, what's best for, for their program. But, you know, it's just a, it's an interesting conversation. Like I, I caught a little bit of a, of an article, you know, Washington state and, uh, and Oregon state and, you know, what, what happens there, whether the, the name remains pack, you know, uh, whatever the, the number is right. Or, or, you know, um, if it's a, if it's a, you know, merger with the mountain West, you know, what, what happens there, but this, this idea of, you know, if uh, if an Oregon State and a, and a Washington State become members of of a of a of a Mountain West, right, with the expanded playoff, um, does that give them you know better access to to the playoff, right, than than through the the Pac-12, or if they were, you know, if there was a mechanism for them to to join another another Power Five, and so I think those are all of the the conversations that are that are happening and. You know, how, you know, when you think about SMU and, and the American Athletic Conference, you know, their, um, you know, their route, their journey to the to the to the CFP, is it is it better there versus versus the the ACC, particularly if they're if they're not going to receive any revenues. And so I, I know that they've ran ran that ground ball out. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's that's the craziness and, and speaks to the times that we're in right now and uh in all of those those variables what what about the six plus six or the five plus seven the college football playoff the presidents everybody or the commissioners were meeting today that meeting broke up about two hours ago they talked about it haven't done anything want to wait fully for realignment um where do you where do you see that going eventually because i know you have opinions on on that for sure yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I do think you you've got to, at least right now, 
given given what we know to today, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's got to change from the six, you know, highest seeded conference champions to to you know, you probably need to reduce that that by by one. Um, you know, uh, are we gonna, you know, when we when we get out of this this contract current CFP contract, is it gonna remain at at twelve? Is there conversation about it about it going to going to 16 and so I, I think all of those things are 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 part of the conversation you know um, we we have a current distribution model where it's a it's a you know set amount for for each each of the power five conference you know um, where does that go you know do we do we uh, obviously begin to think about a, a, a per institution amount you know for for power fives and so you know, conferences that that have you know a higher number of, of institutions aren't aren't penalized, and so those are all things that are that are part of this this conversation, and um, you know will will need to be you know vetted and and uh, and worked out, and uh, we'll we'll see where it lands. Do you like sixteen? Do you like more you know availability or more teams, or does it at that point does it get a little unwieldy in your mind? Yeah, Matt, that's it's probably something that I need to think about a little bit more. Does it does it get too watered down? Does does the number from twelve to, to sixteen make sure that uh that that uh or does it make it feel like it, it just gets it gets watered down? I, I like the idea of of uh let me tell you what I do like. I like the idea of you know the, the the top four uh, getting buys. Um, I think you know you you earn that right. Um, I like you know uh, the the idea of, of first round games at at home sites and um, you know certainly obviously you know uh, incorporating the the New York the New York Six games in into into the model. So you know I really felt good about. Um, and and really and really strong about um, about twelve and so you know for whatever reason right now I'm I'm set on that but and, but certainly would would and, and would need to think about more of the of the sixteen sixteen team model. Mac, you talk about revenue sharing and TV. I hear fans all the time say, "Oh, the SEC is so much better because teams make you know fifty million dollars a year, and the Big 12's thirty or whatever it might be." Can you give me an example of where you see the difference between thirty, thirty-five, forty million dollars? Because obviously, the fans don't get that money. That extra five, ten million dollars in TV or college football playoff revenue. Where does that make the biggest difference? Yeah, I, I think um, I think that still remains to be seen um uh, a little bit you know um and and i give you an example um like um the 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 big 12 or you know the the acc um and and the acc already has you know one coach but um will we you know, have the the ability to pay a, a head football coach, for example, nine million, ten million. Um, you know, uh, and so do you do you see it there in terms of you know salaries for for head coaches, for for assistant coaches, 
Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily worry about more staff to be, to be candid with you. I think the, yeah. the proliferation of staff just means more chaos. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's been interesting. I think you can make an argument that, um, in, in the attempt to become more efficient, um, do more things, right. People have added more, more staff. And I think in, in many ways it's, it's become less efficient. Um, you know, um, services for student athletes. Um, I I don't know. I I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, we Baylor are, are going to, going to provide, you know, the, the, the same level of, of healthcare, you know, health and wellness type services, um, academic services, all of those things. And so, you know, I think primarily um, is, is probably in that, in that one, one category of personnel. The fan experience, very important to you. It sounds like I was hearing uh, that, that maybe you've addressed some things and, and during the football and you expect a, a really good outcome. What, what is your, your thought for that? And, um, and, and what do you kind of expect as we get ready for this first game? Eight home games. Obviously, uh, you know, I kind of heard you talking about it. You don't want lulls. Sometimes, I mean, it's great to recognize people. Sometimes there are going to be natural lulls. Uh, is that something you've had your department uh, really take a strong look at, is, uh, is making it even a, a more exciting game day atmosphere? Well, I, I think the, I think the, the, the great news is um, – you know, we, we've got a staff that, that always wants to be better, get better. And so, you know, I think at, at the, the end of each season and even, you know, during the season, right, uh, are trying to make tweaks, adjustments, and, and how, do we, how do we do this best? How do we do it better? You know, um, you know I, I, I want there to be great energy, um, you know, in the stadium. And, um, and so, you know, this, this high energy, you know, not, not, not as many lulls, right? When, when do we run certain in-game? When do we run stuff on, on the video board, the, the, the music? Those are all things that, um, you know, the, the, the fan engagement team has, has taken a, a close look at. We've got a new multimedia rights partner in Playfly. And so they, they've been part of the, the, the conversation and, and so, um, you know, it's a, it's an area that, um, you know, we, you know, need to continue involve, uh, evolving and, and get better. Uh, but, um, I, th- I think our team has, has, has done a, a really, uh, a, a great job and has got a, a great plan in place. Looking at this Saturday, Mac and, and the heat, that's one thing I've seen a lot of these promos out about on Twitter. <laughs> How do you how do you balance bringing a bunch of fans and opposing team in town and 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 the hundred and eighty one degrees you saw a couple of years ago on the turf and it, it might reach close to that? Yeah, it's hard. You know, um, you know, you you certainly you know think about and talk about about game times, but you know, games particularly early September in in Central Texas, it's 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 going to be hot. You know. Um, you guys remember the, the Iowa state game years ago. I think that's the one that, that you're referencing Drake. When, when you talk about the, the on-field on-field temperatures, you know, there was, there was conversations about and with TV partners in terms of game times early on. And, 
um, you know, it's, it's difficult to, to, to mandate that. And, and, uh, you know, you, you've got, you know, um, you know, only, only a certain amount of, of TV windows and right. sometimes you just can't, you can't accommodate, accommodate all of that. And so, um, you know, we, we try to, I think, do our, our very, very best, you know, when we think about, you know, fan safety and, and water, water stations, our students, you know, water, water stations, you know, all of those things. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we, we, we try to be as thoughtful we, as we can about making sure that, um, you know, we're, we're doing everything we can for it to be a, a comfortable and safe environment for, for our fans. So, um, you know, and, you know, so much about has been made about game times and, and, um, you know, the, the fact of the matter, when you think about our, our 12 home games, we only control two of those game times and, you know, probably different factors drove, drove different, the, the, the two different game times. And so, um, we, we have the, we've had the conversation. People have asked us quite frankly about, you know, turf versus, versus natural grass. And, you know, we've, we've looked at the, the, the pluses and minuses of, of each and, um, you know, really, really hard if you have a natural grass surface for, you know, for it to be used other events by, by other people, right. Um, you know, trying to take care of it and, and the, and the cost that's, that's behind that. And, um, you know, the, the, the staffing and, and all of that. So, I mean, we've, we have vetted it, it, it all out. And, um, so don't know that's a, that's a great answer, but, but that's the answer. Well, I tell you, it was uh, fun catching up with you. Uh, look forward to seeing you Saturday. We also I want to mention uh, soccer I, Thursday evening, um, and that's going to be a fun game. And I've been talk, we had Michelle on last week, and it's kind of exciting the way they've started. She's putting together a really young and exciting team. And then, um, and then of course, uh, volleyball. Uh, Friday night, which we've had a tremendous program for so many years. So I don't want to short some of the other sports uh, leading up to uh, football. But, Mac, appreciate you uh, appreciate you doing this and look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you both. Thanks, Mac. All right, there he goes. Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics.